Are you looking to level up your author business? Are you pounding your head against a wall, wondering what your next step should be? Then join me, Daniel Wilcox. And me, Sasha Black, as we haul ass each week in a bid to level up. Level up. Come along for the ride as we delve deep into the business of writing, craft, entrepreneurship, and every level of the author journey. This is the Next Level Author Podcast. Hello, Achievers. This is episode 23 of the Next Level Author Podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress as we level up our author business. My name's Sasha Black, and here with me every week is... Daniel Wilcox. (laughs) (laughs) And it actually is. And you're actually back. I'm back. back. I'm here. Yay. All all the naysayers thought I was never going to come back. There was, it was being swept under the rug. That I, I it was just some conspiracy that was just covering up the fact I was dead. But I'm back. Well, I'm here. and frankly, we did have two excellent hosts who were, you know, let's be realistic, possibly better than you. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I mean, Different. there's a good chance. There's a good chance. <laughs> no, no um, yeah, Different. no, Jay, yeah, Jay Thorne and Faye Trask who did fantastic jobs, and I watched from the sidelines. And thank you both for filling in. Um, particularly short notice considering everything that went on um but yeah no I think we did a fantastic job at at filling in and it's nice sometimes just to hear from other voices Um, yeah yeah. I'm I'm hoping that at some point you bugger off so I can have some guests (laughs) on but we'll see (laughs) you mean I have to admit to like being really fucking exhausted and actually you know like leave and not yeah well should we should I take a second just to acknowledge a little bit of what happened just because yes, okay I, yes. yeah just to just to kind of fully fill in but essentially what happened was um as people know who listen to this part of one of my tasks was to send off my macbook for repair um because the keyboard the keys keep sticking it's been a problem for months and i was like okay i'll get that done and around the time that i sent it off my a good friend of mine fixed my pc so i had a backup computer and then essentially uh, <laughs> the repair due to covid um 10x how long it would take to do and actually i've only just got an update today saying that they're repairing it and this was like two and a half weeks ago um oh my god yeah yeah and uh i thought i'd backed everything up and the pc then decided to go kaput and just be really unreliable i then borrowed a laptop that also didn't work i then realized i hadn't backed up a really key file that i needed in order to do great writer share episode 50 which for people who listen to it was the big episode where i had 11 very very stellar guests including yourself on um, and I announced that I was having three new co-hosts coming on the show and joining me, uh, which was Faye Trask, Holly Line, and John Crinnan. And the key part that was missing was their audio that we recorded like a few <laughs> months back. So it was basically a combination of literally everything going wrong in the span of two days, plus overwork, plus an upcoming holiday, plus all these big things going on, plus a deadline, plus this, 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 this. And uh, yeah, I just fell into a well of just overwhelm, I guess. And uh, you you were very, very gracious to basically suggest bringing other people on and, and making it all just a bit easier. And for that, yeah. I'm massively grateful. I've had a few days off where I've gone to um, a caravan for, for five days with my family, had a bit of a rest, and I'm back and ready to rock and roll. So you- thank you. Look like you've had a rest. Like you are sparkly, your skin looks smoother and brighter, I, and you look yeah. happier and rested. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel it until literally just now. But the, oh, is that I because mean, you looked at me and was like, oh, that, oh, that's what I was like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, in the ouch. Like, I, I, people know that I love absolutely love doing this show, and uh, like it's literally a highlight of my week, and. 
every, I mean, for probably about, I don't know, the last six weeks before that break, it was like, I enjoyed doing the show, but it was definitely coming from a place of um, last resort, if that makes sense. It was like all of my final energy of the day at the end of the week, burning it up. And, you know, it, it's, it's multiple stuff. It's, you know, a pandemic, it's deadlines, it's, you know, just overwork as, as we do as, as creatives. And yeah, rest, rest is helpful. So in a, on a serious note whenever you're ready to take your rest let us know um yeah know it might be one of those times where you go yeah it's your time to go now <laughs> yeah i mean it, you, you you pretty much just like grabbed my face metaphorically and just shoved me back and went no, yeah no, 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 no. i was like you're not doing it this week or next week so uh yeah. go find me yeah. some standards yeah yeah and but I on just, the go on. <laughs> I was going to say, on the, on the plus side, um, I decided to go fuck it and just buy a brand new laptop. So I'm back online and everything's perfect and better than before, which is nice. Yay. There is nothing better than a new gadget. I, I fucking oh. love a new gadget. Yes. And you got one last week, your little Apple Pencil, which you, you bragged uh, about. Yeah. Was it? I don't know. I, I don't know if it was last week or the week before. Has it really only been a week? It was last week. Oh, my God. This thing like is I've so... I've had it for seven years. <laughs> It's always been a part of me, like it was always there. You're such a dick, but that is so true. I literally was about to say that. I hate you a little bit right now. Oh, how do you know me this well already? Yeah, like I, I, well, you saw the shock in my face. Yeah. Let's just move on. Let's just fucking move on. Let's. I'm just rolling past. Oh my god, chaos has descended already. This okay. is where the episodes get longer again. Yeah, okay. Well, this is your first one back. It was always going to be slightly longer. So, um, how are you? That's the first thing. We always check in. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Um, as I, I kind of briefly alluded to, a lot of big things happened over the last couple of weeks. Obviously, Great Writer Share has expanded, which is very exciting. Um, it's it passed 10,000 downloads, which for me is freaking awesome um considering that i went on a bit of a hiatus in december and was at one point i was quite worried about the download numbers growing back up again because you know when you put a show on hold it, it dips very very dramatically um but people are listening it's fantastic um just about keeping up well just about got to the point where i've caught up with my production schedule um and yeah like uh, i'm cracking into when winter's come when winter comes number five i've got well, I'm in talks at the minute with a cover designer about getting a cover for the box set when it's all ready to, to go. And um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that, that I'm kind of working on. But, you know, that's I mean, I'm working on loads, but that's, that's where I'm at at the minute. So, yeah, in a, in a pretty good headspace and um, I'm back. So how about yourself? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, we always promise to be completely honest on this podcast. So I, I and I, I find it very difficult to I, I don't want to put negativity out so what I will say is that um I've had an incredibly hard week and I'm kind of done with everything <laughs> mm-hmm. do you ever have those days where you are you're like and and I say this from a place of privilege and I'm extremely aware of the fact that I'm very privileged and therefore you know lots of the things that have pushed me to the point of done are like first world issues but um nonetheless i've reached the end of my tether so uh yeah today has been (laughs) the culmination of that and so yeah i would i i have some personal blockers my son is still not in a school and that's a problem 
that is now a problem mm -hmm. um and so yeah it's difficult and and i'm tired and i'm sleeping more because i'm tired which is good but i'm not getting any less tired which is bad and i probably need a break and and you know we got to the point uh like over the summer obviously we've had covid and uh you know therefore a, a, a full-time child as well as trying to run a full-time business and on top of that we moved house and um then we renovated said house and there has been no stop no break no holiday um and any time off that we have had has been doing up the house or, or doing this or looking after the child so i have never more acutely felt the need to step away from everything and uh thankfully i have i think three or four days at the end of this month where we're going to center parks um so i will do my utmost to ensure that i don't have to turn on a piece of technology that weekend uh whether or not I can successfully do that. I don't know. Usually, uh, you know what it's like in our business. There's always one or two things that have to be done. Mm. Uh, but for the most part, I would like to get to the point where I don't have to do anything. Um, <clears throat> but really, um, I, you know, I don't know. I'm tired and I'm fed up, if I'm honest. Yeah. And that's also, I can't be, I can't lie about it. <laughs> yeah. You also don't need to justify the fact that you've, you've reached the end of your tether. Um, Why not? I, mean, <laughs> I feel like I, I do. Not really. No, no, I mean, you, you get to feel how you feel. And like you just said, you've been through a buttload. And we, we, we spoke on the phone earlier about stuff. And like, I, th I think you're more than justified to be in the position where you are. And there, there will be an end point where you can take that time, relax and, and catch up. But like, Jesus Christ, a pandemic for the last six months, as well as looking after a child from home and everything else that's been going on, like it's, it's, it's hard, it's taxing. And I think anyone who's in a position where, um, I mean, we've got friends who are, are, are parents as well as working full time as creatives. And trying to juggle all that is it's fucking superhero work so mm. to get to a point where you're tired that's it's to be expected i'm surprised you got this far to be fair before getting to because i've seen you've, you've ebbed and flowed as the months yeah. have gone by but this, yeah. is, this is definitely the, the yeah I hit, yeah i definitely <clears throat> i definitely you know hit that that line of yeah I'm, so I'm if done. anyone wants to fill in for sasha's shoes next week on this no. show then uh, <laughs> do just email us <laughs> no 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 not yet it's not that kind of uh she's not as weak as me <laughs> no it's not I, you are not weak can i just point out anyway right let's move on so before we um go into uh the thing that we've enjoyed this week i wanted to draw attention to a couple of things so the first one is jeff and will from the big gay mm. author podcast um so we both separately um <laughs> had like a a brain fart then we both separately went on their <laughs> podcast um i went first at, yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, at least you're not competitive so uh yes daniel went first <laughs> yeah daniel went first and um and uh but you know what they say first or worst second the best so just anyway let's move on um and we then did like a second uh, session and they they did something awesome and they pieced it together and so they have um your uh questions and my questions and it um yeah and we're all on one podcast uh, and i have listened to all of yours and i turned off a couple of minutes into mine because i was like i can't listen to me anymore <laughs> i listened to all of yours as well did you <laughs> yeah oh i can't i'm just i hate i hate listening to myself uh and i really hate it when i have to listen to the audiobooks but anyway so yes go <laughs> and listen to that we're gonna link to it in the show mm -hmm. notes um 
yeah and the other thing my heart my yeah. heart the yeah. right as well I am not gonna lie I definitely welled up listening to it so <clears throat> for people that aren't aware one of I guess I, I mean I don't know I'm talking for both of us but one of our favorite podcasts is yeah the absolutely. Right as well yeah um hosted by Jay Thorne and uh Rachel Heron and I was frankly devastated when uh, they uh, spontaneously launched their episode last week. I think it was last week, all, all the mm -hmm. days of blood. And um, they announced that they were no longer, they were going on hiatus, like semi, well, sort of mostly permanent, but, you know, yeah. possible other episodes in the future. But more or less, that's it. It's the end of the, the write as well. And, oh, my God, it was the most emotional show and yeah, I just want to, I don't know, I guess tip my hat and say, A, like, well fucking done for mm. um, saying enough is enough when enough is enough for them, because I'm terrible at that. Um, B, thank you for two, more than, more than two years, two, nearly 200 episodes of what has been a weekly piece of joy for me. I literally get up in the morning on a Wednesday and I'm like, yes! <laughs> so like yeah like thank you for giving me that slice of joy um mm. and oh please come back <laughs> but also yeah. good luck for everything that you guys are going off to do um yeah and i wish you guys both the best of luck but i just wanted to you know yeah no i think um th there's something so refreshing about what was brought to um i guess the author community with that podcast because there was such a transparency i mean i went back after listening to that episode and then listened to episode one again when it was the the, the petals of the metal and uh you you can hear that it was the beginning of this journey jay had just decided to go full-time rachel was full-time and there was this backwards and forwards and it almost felt like you were watching jay's journey as as rachel not so much held his hand but guided him into into that full-time work and obviously both both authors have come a long way over those years so you can really watch people people change mm -hmm. um and i think probably again speaking for both of us that uh part of that format is obviously a little bit of what inspired this show mm. um and even before we launched the show i spoke to jay and just went you know is it just just so you know this is what we're thinking of and he was more than gracious just to say yeah absolutely like go ahead and, and, and do it and um yeah there's something there's something about authenticity that i think is missing from the author community because you hear a lot mm. of podcasts of people being interviewed uh, whether that's blog or podcast or whatever and there seems to be a highlight of the successes and the good times and um, as you can see from their podcast, there were times where obviously there are emotional parts of their lives where either one of them was struggling over something and um, just being together, being honest. And I think that's something that we strive to do with this is just to be authentic, really translate what the author experience is, because other than podcasts like this, where are you going to, where are you going to hear the actual inside thoughts of an author who is full time, particularly when you're just starting out or whatever. And yeah, fantastic. 190 episodes is nothing to be, to be ashamed of. And, and like you say, knowing when to get to a point that you're done because mm. they could have continued they could have done the extra 10 episodes it could have whatever but i think they're both people who are smart enough to know where their time is best invested and yeah wish them wish them all the best of luck in the world on, on whatever they go on to next yeah i might have to come back, back. <laughs> i know i know i know oh, i might have to uh go and binge listen from the beginning again because so many of their episodes are timeless like yeah. obviously they're dated because you know they talk about things in their lives that are or things that in in you know the world that are 
that date the shows but oh, so much of the content is timeless so yeah, yeah I, I might actually go back and binge listen to the whole 190 <laughs> all over again Do just it. because I cannot cope without a piece of them uh, every week <laughs> um so yes okay fine right what have you enjoyed this week um oh man again as always I'm, I'm prepared for this question I can go first uh, go for it Okay, so um, a very on theme, but uh, there is a podcast called How to Fail, <gasps> and it's hosted by Elizabeth Day, and um, I fucking love it. Oh my <laughs> God. So she takes what should be a negative concept, and she looks at why, how our failures help us to succeed, and it's brilliant. And I'm just um, trying to go in here because I want to see if the first episode, how do I... Previously, uh, previously played. Okay, cool. So the that was it. The very first episode I listened to was with Glennon Doyle, who wrote Untamed, which is a book um, that some of my writing gal pals have um, told me I must read. And I think they even sent me the copy, actually. So um, huh. yeah, that's on my shelf of like, must read immediately. Um, <laughs> and it was amazing. Um, and oh, no, no, no. The, the first episode I listened to was with... Um, what's her bloody name the woman who wrote uh killing eve she's got like a three three <laughs> names yeah i know who you mean um uh anyway we'll, we'll talk about it uh when i remember her name and phoebe Wallerbridge. Yes. That is her name. And um, she had this episode, that's the very first episode because they're friends. And she talks about like female rage and it just, there was so much in, and she talks about Killing Eve and Villanelle who is the um, like psychopath in it. And it's such a fascinating in-depth um, look at rage and women and power and and um yeah it just inspired and gave me a lot of thoughts and i have started listening to a whole bunch of the other episodes and it is nice. fucking brilliant so yeah and Beautiful. she's got a lot of really famous authors on there as well sebastian forks uh jesse burton um i think elizabeth gilbert has been on there as well mm. I, I feel like she's been on there anyway nice. yeah so i recommend yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna cheat and do two um only because both have sprung to mind at once. The so number one is that um, I mentioned a couple of months ago that I've been doing the, the Couch to 10K app and sort of following along with that. This week, I have done three 9K runs, um, which is, for, for me, it's, it's 9K itself is the farthest I've ever run. And actually, last week, I accidentally did 9.5K because what happens, <laughs> what happens is uh, as you're training, it breaks down, you run into certain stages. So I'm currently on three stages where I have to run for 15 minutes a piece. And that overall thing, yes, it has like a warm up and stuff, but the overall exercise, it comes to about, I don't know, 55 minutes ish. And, uh, it, it, you're listening through your headphones and when you hit each check mark, it will stop and say, now walk for 60 seconds. You are now on run, blah, 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 blah. And essentially when I was expecting it to say, you have now finished the app crashed. And I was happy oh. running along, just listening to my podcast. And I got to a point where I was in front of my house and I was like, normally stops by now. I'll just go for a little longer and see what happens. <laughs> and yeah, I got to got to like nine and a half K and was like, oh yeah, this is a lot further than uh, than than I'd done before. But just yeah, running running has I don't know, it, it it's just become something that I now just do and I enjoy and I feel good for it. And despite how much I am running, my legs really don't hurt that much at the end of it. And I think it's one of those things where I always like to do the things where you can prove that you can progress incrementally. Um so I'm still going for the 10K. I've not reached there yet, but that's that's on its way. And then... Oh, oh sorry. On. No, go on. No, you haven't oh. finished. 
the the second thing is um, a shout out to Michael David Wilson and Bob Pastorello over at This Is Horror Podcast, who had uh, Chuck Polinick on their podcast, which is for people who aren't familiar with Chuck. He's a freaking heavy hitter in terms of writing, wrote Fight Club, done some amazing things. He wrote one of the most horrific short horror stories I've ever read called Guts, which you can check out, but I will warn you, it does make people faint. Um, and uh, Chuck Polinick was also on uh, the Tim Ferriss show as well. So there are two fantastic interviews with him this week. But um, I know that for, for Michael, he's, he's someone who started This Is Horror um, and, and made basically a dream list of the guests that he wants to get. And Chuck was right there at the top. So to see him get to a point where he's got this guest, this, this phenomenal superstar on his show um, and just delivers a fantastic interview. I just want to say kudos to that and definitely go and check it out. Amazing. Um, <clears throat> I was going to tell you a story about me running, but maybe I'll tell you about it after. Tell me. Uh, okay, so... You can't do that and then not. I know, I know. It's, I mean, it's not that good of a story, but... So I've trained for the marathon three times. And I got, um, I went into the lottery, you know, to get to do the London Marathon. Nice. You, you bid for it via a lottery. And um, I don't know how it happened, but I got a place three times. Once, <gasps> once, um, the, the first time, um, it, it, it ended up being rolled over. So like, the second place that I got was because it was rolled over and they allowed me to roll it over. The Euro Millions roll over. No. <laughs> anyway, it's quite hard to get a place. Like people bid for years mm. to get um, a lotto. Uh, lotto. Oh, for fuck's sake, that's because you're a lottery. <laughs> oh, it's been a week. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell the story because it's it's going to be such a cool story, bro. And then I'm Sorry. just going to need to get a taxi for one. Um, right. Anyway, so um, I I was training and um, the furthest I got was 17 miles. So I was really close to to running the marathon because it, it's only 26 miles and you stop at somewhere between 18 and 22. So you never run the 26 miles before the marathon. I don't know if you know that, but you don't. Um, yeah, you don't. Basically the crowds carry you the last four miles. Um, and so you get to 22, somewhere between 18 and 22, and then they um, step down your, cause they, they send you the plan. So they step yeah. down your mileage in the last, I think like two weeks before the marathon, it, you step down your, the amount of miles. Anyway. So I'd gotten up to 17 miles, um, but I was only supposed to run 12 miles that week. And um, I, I have very, very flat feet. So I have no arch whatsoever, which, means, which basically means I'm very susceptible to shin splints, carpal mm. tunnel um, and knee problems. And I had spent a lot of money on a podiatry and inserts that were all measured around my feet to do all this range. Anyway, for anybody that knows me in real life, they know I'm not particularly good with directions, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so I was supposed to run 12 miles and silly Sasha went the wrong way. <laughs> And there was like no phone signal, no nothing. So I had no fucking choice. Is this actually in a marathon? No, no, no. This is training. This is training, this is training okay. right? So I had no choice but to run home. So I ran home, right? And we opened the door <laughs> and I literally collapsed the door, crying, because like, I was so hysterically exhausted. And she, she just looked at me because she. I just ended up in in the bath, but she said I had a salt crust. Oh, <laughs> head because I'd run 
so far. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my god. So I literally had like I was just such a mess. Like I'm crying with laughter now. Oh my god. He was like halfway between trying to drag me through the door because I just there was nothing left. I was just on the floor like <laughs> a fish out of water. Um anyway, yeah, so like I feel your pain on that extra mm. half half a kilometer is is the point that I'm trying to make. And also yeah, take yeah. a take a sat nav if you're not very good in that direction. <laughs> Oh my god! Jesus. Right, <clears throat> so we've been doing this for about an hour, and we haven't got to the questions. So, <laughs> welcome back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> right, okay. Weekly, weekly confessional. You haven't got anything to confess. Oh, I, however, yeah. Okay, so um, I was supposed to work on sirens drafting, which I have done. I am only two chapters away um, from completing it. And the other thing I was supposed to work on is the course, which I have been doing, although I didn't get to do it the last two days. And I have to say, I am worried that I'm not going to get it done in time again. Um, and that is playing on my mind a lot. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I have worked on it. I've worked very fucking hard on it this week uh, when I have had the time to do it, but um, not mm. getting enough time to work on it. So that's a problem. Jay did uh, send in his uh, accountability and A Rose Between Two Thorns is currently up for pre-order on Amazon and that's the start of his nine book romance series so check that out. I'm wondering I am if, joking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if Faye did her task. I don't know that she did. Mm. We could potentially forfeit her. Yeah, we'll we uh, we'll chase up and find out what's going on. Yeah, next week we will let you know if there's going to be a forfeit. We might have to bring she her did. on as like a guest, like a third... For, for her forfeit yeah and add an extra 20 minutes to the episode yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yes mm. right comments ah comments so the question last week was uh, how has your brand contributed to success or how important is author brand to an author and holly line said firstly great job Faye Trask. uh it, brand is so important i have a set color palette for all of my promotional stuff, colored links and buttons and emails. And on my website, I try to lean on my feminism, sense of humor, independence, and ability to create massive immersive worlds. Uh, and she's still developing a brand of her nonfiction, which I think is quite um, a key point. You can have different brands for different pen names, different genres, uh, whatever you're trying to work on. Um, Victoria LK Williams says, I know about success, but it certainly keeps me focused. My readers know the book is going to have a tropical flair and a mystery to solve. Since I write cozy, I keep my brand clean, except here on the group where she said shit twice already. <sighs> I love animals and I'm a landscape designer in real life, so that spills into my brand as well. I have quite a few garden customers who are also my readers. And then uh, Edwin says that the latest Next Level author um, challenged him over the question of what is his author brand and uh, asked for anyone that knows him to reach out and try and give him a bit of help trying to work out what his brand is. So if anyone knows Edwin's work, then reach out on Facebook, on Twitter or anywhere and give him a hand. Absolutely. And yeah, just to apologize that neither of us uh, got into the Facebook group to respond. I did read both of them, um, but I also wasn't uh, responding to anything in my Facebook group this week. It's, it's, it's been a week if you didn't realize. So um, yeah, apologies about that. <clears throat> we will make sure um, that... Uh, we do this week. Okay, so update from Faye. She did not complete her task. <gasps> yeah, she did fix a plot hole, but uh, I think that spells a forfeit. <laughs> okay, okay so we'll, we'll, we'll have to, we'll, we'll, let's talk about this offline. Yes, <clears throat> and decide how evil we could be. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, all righty. Question of the week. Are you ready? As ready as I've ever been. Yeah, I know. Bring like it. You, what you got? Yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, it's very on brand for what we've already been talking about. And I didn't plan it this way, um, but I was maybe inspired. So what is your relationship with failure? So again, there's that big deep breath in. Um, <laughs> so failure for me has, or how I view failure has changed a lot over the past I want to say six or seven years, maybe. Um, I I think I once fell victim to the fact that, or the the idea that failure was something that was negative, something that you should never go for. Failure was basically losing. Um, and I don't know, as as I've gotten older and as I, I have failed at certain things or things haven't exactly gone the way that I've wanted and I've had to, to pivot in, in personal life, in career and everything else, um, I, I, I've changed my mindset entirely to just believe that failure is uh, just, just a challenge. Anything that um, is, is or can be perceived as negative in that way is just something else to overcome. And you can't, you cannot get anywhere in life without failing at something. Or if you do, it's a very boring life because fear of failure forces you to play safe. And if you exist in that safe space, it's very, very rare that you grow. The only way that you can actually ever grow is is by failing, falling over yourself, learning from the thing that you've done um, and and just pushing forward and trying not to make that mistake again, trying to just take those lessons on board. Um, and yeah, I think, like I say, it's something that, that it, it's, it's been an ever-evolving journey. Um, the last few years, particularly my personal life, I've had quite a, a fair few big challenges. And within a lot of them, I I was faced with that whole you know, because you, you, you get down when things aren't working out. Um, and I'll use, just because this is probably one of the biggest examples of it in my life, I'll, I'll use uh, like romantic relationships, um, particularly ones that you think are going to go the distance and you get to a point in which you realize that they're not working. Um, and you get to a point in which obviously you feel down, you feel, you know, like, what can you do to fix it? What's gone wrong? All this kind of stuff. And you get to a point where you realize that there, there is no fixing and you have to really just put it behind you and move on. And you get to a moment where you have to make a choice as to, whether you basically just let it defeat you and keep you down for a long time, or you view that as a challenge, you, you try and take the lessons that it teaches you and, and go on from that. So um, it's something that's, it's, it's not been easy to, to come to terms with, but um, the, the more, the more I failed, um, <laughs> the more I failed in my life, the, the easier it's become to, to see failure just as a place in which, uh, you, you shouldn't continue going. And actually, I think in having failed in something, one of the best things you can know about yourself is that that's no longer a thing you have to put your time and energy into and that you can move that elsewhere. And I've, I think I've used this example before, but I, at the beginning of this year, was going to dive into an urban fantasy series with um, a co-author. And I you know, did all the plan. It was built in somebody else's world. Uh, there was a very, very high chance of it being successful uh, as a series with, with everything that was going on around it. And uh, I got about 20,000 words into, into the book. Um, you know, I met, author, I met up with uh, a bunch of author friend, friends around uh, Christmas. When was it? We, I can't remember. This year's weird. Um, and outright then said, this is my direction for 2020. I'm doing urban fantasy. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And got 20,000 words into this book and just went, I am not enjoying myself. Like the writing is, is average at best. I don't feel like it's my best work. I feel like I'm forcing ideas. 
Um, and I, I had to basically just put all my ego aside and, and go back to that co-author and say, this isn't working for me. And I was, I was a bit worried because they're also a personal friend of mine. And obviously you don't want to let a friend down. And uh, the, they pretty much bounced back and said, okay, that's absolutely fine. Um, obviously for me, that means I don't have to waste my time in trying to convince you and going through all this kind of stuff. Um, and at the same time for you, it's a bonus because you now know you've given this a go and this just isn't an avenue for you and you can put your efforts elsewhere. So um, yeah, I think my relationship with fear summed up is to take the lessons that it learns, move forward and just see it more as a challenge to which you can then grow from. The lessons from fear or do you mean failure and I failure wonder if, yeah and fear. that was a i wonder a Freudian. What, yeah that was a freudian i wonder that that well I, to, to be fair that they, they tie in together because i when when you approach something that you think is going to fail i think there is an element of of fear of you know where that's going so. yeah but they are also distinctly different and i do think there's something in the fact that you just said fear and not failure feel the onion <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's interesting i'm gonna mm. talk to you about that later uh, i mean that was okay. quite a, a broad answer so i don't know if that's what you were kind of gunning for but as always with these questions the answer is whatever your answer is and i guess mm. whatever my answer is you know because we only have our own truth and and so whatever mm. you say is right there is that you know and whatever any listener says in the comments is right because that's their truth and and that's their you know their reality and their world um I, I am probably going to upset a lot of people with my answer. Um, but, you know, I, I do like to be controversial. Um, and I don't believe in failure. So I think failure, I know, I know, I know. Don't raise your eyebrows at me. So I feel like failure is a construct that we have created. And obviously there are occasions. So failure is so black and white that I just think it is incorrectly described. It's, it's, it's got too many incorrect connotations around it. Right. So let me try and explain why. So I, I believe there is success and there's quitting and that's it. And I thought you, you were going that direction. Yeah. And the thing is, right. And, and so everybody's probably taking a huge sharp intake of breath, but it's okay because either you're successful or you quit. And sometimes it's okay to quit. Yeah. Right? I'm not saying that you can't ever quit. You can absolutely quit. Um, but, but that's it. There is only two options because either you continue going until you succeed or you don't. And, and it's a bit Yoda. What's the, what's the Yoda? Um, do or do is, not. There is no try. Exactly. And I feel very strongly about failure in that way. So you look at James Dyson, 5,326 mm. or 27 different prototypes. That fucking guy did not <laughs> quit, right? You know, and like ultimately, you know, there are authors who've got 300 rejections from publishers and they didn't fucking quit. And they still got, you know, and eventually they got the publisher that they wanted. And and that really is it. I. I feel like the whole concept of, of failure is as black and white as, as its construct, you know, you, there is no try. You either do or you don't do. And either way, it's okay. Sometimes it's okay not to, you know, you know, that, that's it. But you, <clears throat> you know, you, you, I don't know. 
that I maybe it's just the mood that I'm in or uh, you know the position that I'm in this week but I I do I just feel like there is no such thing as failure you you either quit something or you continue until you fucking do it <laughs> I do think you touch on um quite a key point in in the terms of of quitting being seen as this this negative thing yeah and I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with because if we if we take writing as an example there are people who they give writing a good old college try and, and they do it for six months and then and they're, they're out of the business you have people that get into a loop of you know they've been trying to chip away for five ten fifteen twenty years um and they get to a point where they feel like if they stop doing and, and change direction or doing whatever that isn't writing because they've essentially identified themselves as a writer they've put that image onto other people they've made that a part of who they are then that's in quitting that invokes the feeling of failure so i'd argue that failure is almost like the psychological state of how you view the act of quitting mm. in a way if we're going to yeah, get yeah. deep with this yeah no i no i agree and and but therefore is failure a choice yeah you know that that's what you're saying failure yeah no but yeah bringing it full circle i mean with um relationships i could have been in a position with some in which I went, I tried harder. They could have tried harder in certain ways. There could have been certain things that maybe would have worked on one way or another, but you get to a point sometimes where your threshold for, for trying runs out mm. and yeah, you know, that's different for different people. Um, but I, yeah, I, I, and, I totally and, get what you mean. Yeah. And, and that, that's what I'm saying. Like there is, there's no shame in quitting. There's no shame in, um, changing, changing direction, your changing your mind, like all of those things are 1 million percent valid. And you have permission, like if something is bringing you the opposite of joy, I can't think of the word right now, but you know, if it's making Misery. you miserable, yeah, miserable. Yeah. <laughs> if it's making you miserable, then maybe you should quit. Like why life is so fucking short. There's no time to be miserable in this life. And but that does mean quitting. And, and if you quit, you have to be okay with quitting. Mm. And, and so I guess what I'm saying is sometimes you have to quit stuff and it's okay. Um, yeah. And you know, I, I just feel like this whole topic is so relevant for this week, like for so many different reasons, but yeah. So Sasha's quitting the podcast. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, Don't but I am. Don't joke about that, Dan. No, I don't, no, no. But I am looking to quit things which is interesting. So, you know, I've been, I, I, I did that reader survey and I'm still, mm -hmm. um, I've mentioned it now on the podcast. So I'm waiting for podcast um, listeners to fill it out as well, but I will quit things based on the results of that. Oh, no pressure. I know. Nice. Anyway, that's it. So Good question. Um, yeah. Thanks. Mm. After all that pressure, when I was like, I don't know what to ask. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting that you went for sort of like the, the, the mental mindset one today. Yeah. Ah. ah, see what you did there. Yeah. Um, righty. So how are we leveling up our business this week? Oh, so I have to do a full draft of When Winter Comes, Numero 5. Um, and I have to finish planning a client's project at the minute. Oh, and another bit of exciting for, for me anyway that I didn't mention at the beginning is this week I am getting uh, I've got a meeting with a photographer and having some professional headshots done for 
both my horror business and for something else that's coming up into the future that I'm very excited about. So that's going to be a fun one to see how they turn out. Um, so yeah, busy, busy one for me. How about awesome. you? Uh, I'm same as last week, continue um, with Sirens and the course. I'm hoping that Sirens is finished this week, but I'm not going to put that as my task because I just, you know, I've cut two chapters, I've added stuff. I'm very <laughs> close to the end, but I, I, I just don't quite know if something else is going to go in. So yeah, continue working on that and uh, make a shitload of progress on the slide decks for the course. And audience Real question. measurable goal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, let's measure it in shit and loads and, uh, <laughs> and that will be fine. Um, all right, audience question of the week. How, what is your relationship with failure? And we will see you next week. See ya. Hungry for more? If you enjoyed this podcast, you can hear more of my angelic accent and Dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts. For more of me, check out the Great Writer Share podcast. For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become next level. Authors. Authors.